Have you ever been moving through life? Things are feeling great. You're feeling positive. Your energy's in a good place. And then, bam, somebody says something, does something, introduces a bunch of negative energy into your life, and you find it hard to get back to where you were. Like, you're ruminating on what happened, you're thinking about it, you're talking about it, and your energy just feels ruined. Well, coming up next on the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, I'm going to share four simple ways to block drama and negativity and get your joy and your peace back. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. You know, it's easy to stay positive when it's just you or the positive people around you, but inevitably, all of us from time to time encounter people and situations that are negative or full of drama. And no matter how peaceful of a person you are, no matter how positive of a person you are, sometimes it just throws you off. Uh, Sometimes it just throws you completely off track where you can't get your thoughts back to a good place, your energy is off, you're distracted from the things that you need to be doing because You're ruminating about the situation, talking about the situation, and really putting more negative energy into the situation, which causes it to grow, grow beyond even where it should be, right? Sometimes we have to deal with situations, but we want to make sure that we don't get sucked into the point that it takes over and we find ourselves feeling stressed and anxious and angry and unable to get back to that grounded, positive, centered place. This actually happened to me recently. Um, I won't go into detail about exactly what the situation was, but it's one of those that we can all relate to. It's not the first time it's ever happened, but it was a situation where I was just caught off guard by uh, someone's reaction to something, and it really impacted our whole family and My husband, Jeff, and I found ourselves talking a lot about the situation. We even lost sleep over the situation. We were praying together about the situation. And there are four things that really helped us move through it, helped me in particular. I I really lean back on what I talk about all the time. And that's the thing. A lot of times you know what you need to do, but when you're in the midst of someone else's drama or negativity you weren't expecting, sometimes you don't pause. And if you don't pause and don't redirect your thoughts, your thoughts can take you places you do not want them to go, places that are not helpful, places that actually get you stuck and lead you away from where you want to be going. This podcast obviously is Successful Women Think Differently. And in the face of negativity, successful women, successful people in general really do think differently. So here are the four ways to get yourself out of that drama and negativity, really to block it so that you can keep your joy and your peace. All right, here we go. 
Number one, you've got to exercise discipline. When you are thrown off, the thing is, you're going to respond. A lot of times, excuse me, you're going to react. A lot of times we react almost instantaneously to negativity. Think about those times when maybe you've uh, made a phone call to a credit card company or your bank or a, a retailer and you talk to a customer service rep and maybe the person said something that was rude or they weren't very helpful. Have you ever had that happen and you're thrown off completely? Here's the thing. It's really important that when you find yourself thrown off, that you exercise the discipline to not pour more energy into the situation, especially negative energy. So in our situation, it was easy to just keep talking about it, to nitpick it, to discuss everybody who was involved, to kind of come up with our own explanations and interpretations of what this person meant or didn't mean. It can take on a life of its own. And so exercising discipline meant stop talking about it. Like you need to find the person who is wise, who is not going to spiral your negativity up so that it grows, but the person who's going to calm you down and help you come up with a solution, breathe, and help you get back to a joyful, peaceful place. Once you have talked to that person, you don't need to keep rehashing it with additional people, even though it is very tempting to do so because, listen, negative is more powerful than positive. The research shows us that again and again. Negative is about three times more powerful than positive. And what that means is that when you're in your great positive mood and somebody comes along with something negative, it can feel overpowering. And when it feels overpowering, you're going to want to keep talking about it because it's impacted you in a big way. And that's where the discipline comes in. We also know from the research that those who have more discipline are more successful. Self-control is key. So that means you might have to bite your tongue. That means I know you were about to pick up the phone, make that phone call. You were about to send another text about the situation. You were about to go online and research something about the situation. You were about to go on social media and go, oh, look what they're doing. Don't do it. Have self-control. If you keep feeding into it, it will grow. If you stop and you starve it, it will shrink. That is within your power. You've got to exercise the discipline to not feed into negativity and drama. All right. Number two, you have got to get clear about what you control and focus on what you can control. You've got to stop and ask yourself, What's within my control? This is about having what is called an internal locus of control. Those who are more resilient and more successful, rather than focusing on the things beyond their control, like how somebody else is going to respond, what they're going to say, what they're going to do, um, even if this has to do with an organization or something at work, you don't control all of those decisions. And so if you only focus on those things, you're going to find yourself feeling frustrated, perhaps feeling helpless, or trying to control something that you simply don't have control over. And so when you do that, you are expending a lot of emotional and mental energy into something that's not going to yield results. Instead, 
focus on what you have control over. That's your internal locus of control. What do you have control over? You have control over your attitude. You have control over your response. We don't always react immediately in the best possible way, but sometimes that means we need to choose a response a second time. Like, try again. You didn't get it right the first time. Maybe you didn't respond the way you could have, but today you can respond differently, right? You have control over that. What could you do? You know, if it's a if it's a situation that's full of a lot of drama, sometimes you need to find yourself your way to remove yourself or reduce your exposure to that situation. In our case, that's one of the things we did. And to be honest with you, removing ourselves was inconvenient. It was even unfair. But it was the thing we had control over. We could reduce our exposure to this particular situation by removing ourselves. Now, if it feels unfair, if it feels inconvenient, sometimes that's just the price to pay. But there's something that comes out of that that can be very powerful for us. It was a very empowering feeling. For us, it was a really empowering feeling to know, hey, we don't have to stay in this situation. Like, we we could do something a little different. And it might be a, a little inconvenient, but it would resolve 90% of the problem. We took control of what we had control over. What do you have control of? What could you shift? How could you change your attitude? And if it's inconvenient, if it's unfair, if it feels like I shouldn't have to do that, just acknowledge, yeah, that's true. You shouldn't have to do it. But in order to preserve your peace, to get your joy back, would the inconvenience be worth it? In our case, it was like, yeah. I'm going to control what I can control, can't control other people. And sometimes when you do that, when you stop trying to control things you cannot control, things end up shifting in a positive direction anyway. Here's the thing, especially when you're dealing with people who are negative, who are manipulators in some way, a lot of times what they're trying to do is push your buttons. And they like to push your buttons because they get a reaction, a reaction really represents control. I can control what you do, how you react, how you feel by pushing your button. But when you deactivate the button, by removing that reaction, by removing yourself, you get your power back. And so a lot of times what ends up happening is that people that are button pushers, when you disable the buttons they like to push, they eventually they just move on. It's not any fun anymore. <laughs> they can't control you anymore. And so I want you to see where you have some power in the situation. And that power is in what you can control. All right. Number three. Number three is something I talked about a couple of episodes ago. And it's a gratitude adjustment. A gratitude adjustment is when you stop in the middle of a situation that's, you know, it's not all positive. But you notice what you have to be grateful for. What are the blessings of the situation? And a big part of the reason this is important is because when you focus on the blessings of the situation, it puts things into perspective. You may notice things like resources you have access to that maybe you've taken for granted. You begin noticing the choices you have that could actually make the situation better. You begin noticing relationships support systems that you have. 
you might even begin noticing things that are totally unrelated to the situation. And you realize, hey, I can I can handle this. Look what I have over here. Look at how blessed I am. Look at what I'm, I have to be thankful for. So gratitude shifts your attitude. And gratitude also helps you see bigger perspective. One of the reasons is the positive emotion it produces, which is what you need to find your solution to the dilemma. Negativity tends to beget more negativity. We start seeing more negative. We can develop a negativity bias. When we do a gratitude adjustment, we actually are able to cultivate more positive emotion that helps us see things a bit differently. And that leads to number four, which is you must decide how you want to show up. If you were looking back in a week or a month or a year or even longer, how do you want to be able to say you showed up? And you want to pause and coach yourself with that question. In this situation, how do I want to show up? Given my overall goals, where I'm wanting to be, how I'm wanting to feel, how do I want to show up in this situation? Who am I really? Right? Negativity and drama can really throw us off and it can take us away from the, the core of who we really are. But when you pause, when you practice that gratitude adjustment, you get to a place that feels more grounded and centered. You can think straight. You can ask for the wisdom you need to be able to handle the situation. You can put it into perspective. And that's when you can decide how you want to show up. I decided I wasn't going to get into pettiness that's not who I am. And so in that situation, I thought, I'm going to show up as the person that I am, which is kind and wise and peaceful and someone who trusts that at the end of the day, I don't have to fight other people for anything. Whatever I'm meant to have is what I will have. And if I'm not meant to be somewhere, I'm grateful that God might move me out of a situation that I'm not meant to be in. I trust the process. So I want to show up as a person of faith, a person of love, a person of kindness, a person of grace, and a person who holds to her boundaries. And that's what I did. And everything shifted. <laughs> I feel great. My husband feels great. And I'm wondering for you, what does it look like? for you to show up the way you really want to show up. There's an opportunity in every challenge, and your job is to find that opportunity. Some are easier than others. Some are those, you know, quick little incidents that happen in the middle of the day that throw you off and make you feel negative. And then sometimes it's, you know, you're dealing with coworkers that you have to work with every day or a family member or a neighbor who you know, lives close by and you can't just get out of the situation more easily. But here's the thing. You can do these four things. You can exercise the discipline to not over-talk about it, to not put too much energy into it, to be quiet at times, to be intentional about who you share with, and to 
literally just not rehash, ruminate. Change the subject. Choose to think about something different. Go do something fun. Take a walk. Number two, control what you can control. Surrender the rest. You can't control what others do, but you can control what you do. You can't control what others say, but you can control what you say, how you react. Be intentional about that. Number three, have a gratitude adjustment. Pause. Notice what you have to be grateful for. Notice the resources that you have, the people who are in your life. Notice the good. And then ask yourself, how do I want to show up? So I don't know where this is showing up for you right now, but what I want you to do is get your peace and your joy back and start blocking that negativity and that drama using these very four simple strategies. Listen, if you found this helpful, I want you to go out and grab a free download. You can keep with these four strategies and keep yourself reminded of how to do this because if it's not happening right now, there's a good chance it is going to happen. <laughs> And maybe you know somebody that's going through some of the negativity and drama right now, and that can be helpful for them. Go to ValerieBurton.com forward slash podcast, where you can find that free download and all of our previous episodes. And also, if you just need to learn how to be better at coaching yourself, at pausing and being intentional about how you move forward, check out the How to Coach Yourself course. That's at ValerieBurton.com as well. I am so excited to to get to share with you the way that I do in each podcast. I'd love to just see your reviews, your comments. And if there's somebody you know who needs this message from today, please pass it along to them. Until next time, I want you to remember how far you go is determined by how much you are willing to grow. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams sabotage your joy and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast.